0: Hey, it's Chris Jericho. You're listening to the Rough House Podcast featuring the sexiest beast in all of Maryland and surrounding areas, the illustrious Chris.
1: And Marty.
0: Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph.
1: Hello Acid everybody. everywhere. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to the Rough House Podcast, <laughs> episode 334 for recording date July 23, 2023. I am Marty.
2: I'm Christoph, and uh, we're all warmed up from uh, from an hour of talking with Justin Schlegel on Schlegel yeah. Soapbox. So uh, head over to the Patreon if you are not quite yet a member. Five dollars here, you get our monthly episodes with Justin and. Uh, it's a it's an extra soapboxy soapbox uh, today because yeah, yeah, our it, guy has uh, some qualms and problems and uh, uh you know we get, we dig into some uh, pop culturey things as well as some wrestling things.
1: Yeah, normally it's it's a lot more wrestling talk but I, I think there's about 50/50 pop culture wrestling. Yeah. Um, it's summer movie
2: blockbuster season. So yeah, no, lots makes, of discuss.
1: Makes total sense. Uh quick programming <laughs> note for yeah. the OG 538. Uh, next weekend and the weekend after we are unable to record. Yeah. So there's going to be a, a little two-week blip. Um, yeah. Vacation. Okay. Yeah. We, it's summer. We're going on vacation. We're doing things. Yeah. Uh, but we will be back after that two-week blip. So just yeah. FYI, I mean, if, if the timing is what I think it is, that'll line up with like near the finals of the G1. We'll probably have SummerSlam to talk about. Yeah. we we'll probably have an idea of what's going to be happening at all in besides – 80,000 people going to a venue in London. Um, So, yeah. Uh, And hopefully, you know, there's nothing like last year where Vince McMahon retired out of the blue.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, That popped up on the time hop and I was like, oh, yeah, that lasted long.
1: Yeah. Not, Not even not even a full calendar
2: year. No, no, no. But as we're gone for two weeks, it's a perfect time to sign up for the Patreon and yes. dig into the back catalog yes. of uh, the Schlegel Soapboxes and the Rough House Divided and the uh, um, uh, Rough the House watchy, Redo's and all redos. those sorts of things yeah. that we talk about. All sorts of great stuff. But of course, we do need to start with the worldwide
1: leader, apparently. The World Wrestling Federation. That's them. Uh, so they are on the way to building out SummerSlam, and it's the card's looking almost exactly as you would expect. Uh, yeah. You know, the the main event has been officially uh, announced as Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, but it has a stipulation, Chris.
2: Oh, geez. Let me see. Uh, somebody banned from ringside? Uh, I mean, that, that might be p- eventually part okay. of it,
1: but it is the Tribal Combat Match.
2: Oh, so another stupid gimmick match. Okay. So what does this mean?
1: Uh, Uh, It's it's no holds barred. Anything goes. But mm -hmm. Roman Reigns is not just putting up the universal championship in this match. Mm -hmm. He's putting up his title of tribal chief.
2: Okay. Okay, great. Yeah.
1: And, uh, they, so he's definitely winning. Yeah, yes. Uh, but <laughs> instead if of there doing was the traditional contract signing gimmick, they chose to shake each other's hand to seal the deal this past Friday oh, on SmackDown. The, uh, the uh, Gentleman
2: Bloodline Agreement.
1: Yes. Um, but uh, also set for the show officially, Brock Lesnar said, yeah, I'll go against Cody Rhodes uh, and punked him out in front of his family. Uh, minus one notable brother uh, this past wow. week. On uh, Raw. And Father. Well, yeah, yeah fair. <laughs> they didn't. You know what? It no hologram, been great. Dusty? So so they had the Cody Rhodes family, because they were in Atlanta this week. They okay, had the Cody yeah. Rhodes family in the front row. Sure, sure. Had they just rolled out that fucking ugly-ass bronze
2: statue of Dusty? <laughs> Put it right next to his mom? Uh, have, uh... <laughs> Now, are they calling Brandy Brandy Rhodes, or is she back to Eden Styles to keep continuity?
1: <laughs> she was actually—I—I'm I, mistaken. It wasn't just that Dustin wasn't there. Brandy wasn't on screen either. Oh, so, so it was, it was his Teal and his mom, and, it was his Teal mom? and <laughs> Some apparently, other like a lost brother. Like there was a there was another guy. I don't know if that's Teal's <laughs> boyfriend, husband, whatever, or. You know, the bastard son of Dusty that they found out about after he passed. I don't know what
2: was going on there. He had but, a baby brother, baby yeah. brother.
1: <laughs> just going up and down
2: yeah. those territories, leaving some polka dots, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over her faith and her vagina. <laughs> um yeah. It'd be like uh, you know, I'm I'm surprised that they haven't invented a way or not, there's it exists because, you know, it happened at Coachella and on the Righteous Gemstones, and just hologram back a uh, you know, a deceased uh, family member. You know, I think yeah. it's uh hologram Dusty. <laughs> in the front row, David, brother, I think let's, that's the way to go.
1: Let's make it happen. A little bit of hologram, a little bit of flip-flop and thing. fly in 3D. Let's do this. Um, yeah, let's go. Uh, but just in time for the SummerSlam show, they announced this week that there will be a Peacock original documentary about the life of Cody Rhodes. Now. Premiering it, on uh, July 31st.
2: Would you consider something of this, um, you know, stature, to be cinema?
1: No, no, de- definitely not. No, 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 no not in any way, shape, or form.
2: Because Cody Rhodes not one to be over dramatic at all. No, no, in anything that he does. Well,
1: I mean, the 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 trailer uh, is out there if if you want to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, I watched it, uh, and they they certainly allude to like he made himself such a big name that Vince McMahon flew down to his house to talk him back into coming into WWE. Sure. Now, granted, because of the way that this works, I've no doubt that they will say. For some reason, because between the years of 2016 and 2022, he did nothing yeah. at all except for right. work a few Evolve shows, because we have that yep. footage. Yep. Uh, yep. And, in all honesty, apparently the Bucks allowed footage from being the elite to be used uh, as a part of this. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> but even in that, it's like, they're not going to say those three letters or that company no. name. Like The, the, the word "elite" will not come up. No, no. It's, it's going to be, uh, you know, for a number of years, Cody oversaw an upstart rival to the World Wrestling Entertainment, yeah. but realized his story wasn't over.
2: Finish the story.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and lose all of your yeah. matches.
1: <laughs> Keep on losing. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't get it. Uh, also. Well, uh, you watch it. If someone tells me it's good. OK, <laughs> I will watch it. I mean, You're that's my rule with, with a own. lot of wrestling, like the G1. Fair. I watched four matches from day one.
2: That's four more than me. I, <laughs> I watched not a second of it.
1: <laughs> I watched Shingo and Kingston from day two and it fucking. Ruined.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I need to get to that. Day
1: Three, four. And all people are saying, well, you know, it's a rebuilding year.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I live in Baltimore. I've been through how many rebuilding years with the Orioles? I know what hey, you're saying. Hey. Hey, it's paying off. It's happening. But what this means is I need to worry about G1 2025 right now because it ain't right. delivering this minute.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think it was Shingo and Ishii last night, so that could yeah, have yeah, i Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that
1: ruled. Um, I heard David Finley versus Ishii was really good. I haven't watched that yet. Okay. Um, but, like... Tonight was uh or this morning our time was David Finley versus Evil, and I can't imagine anything I'd want to watch less. <laughs> and that was um, the main too I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh and uh I, I realize we're we're totally overlooking the rest of what's going on in WWE just jump into G1 talk. Sorry. Um no, it's not fine. Sorry. Um I'm not don't, sorry. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Here, let me go ahead and hit the button so we can make it official. <laughs> there it is.
2: All right, so uh yeah,
1: uh, it's it's a tough it's a tough run because you have literally an entire block that's built around let's make these kids something. Yeah. And um you know it's it's going to be weird at times. Um they ran back Shingo versus Hanare apparently that was good. I still haven't seen the other two matches people said were great cuz on paper I don't want to watch a 52 minute Hanare match.
2: Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Same
1: Eddie on Wednesday, same day as Blood and Guts, fought evil, and I saw the one spot on Twitter, which is the only one I need to see, which is when Dick Togo interfered. Eddie just goes, you motherfucker, and (laughs) that's
0: all I need to see.
1: (laughs) That's all I need to see.
2: Hey, that's character Uh, continuity right there. It is. Character. (laughs) Um,
1: But right now, here's where we're at in the standings. Sonata is leading the A block. Uh, He's got six points undefeated so far. I mean, he's a champ, so I get it. Kaito Mia from Noah uh, is uh, two wins, zero losses, one okay. draw. Okay. Five points. There's Narita, right?
2: Um, yeah, two, Narita has two draws, yes. if I remember
1: correctly. Uh, or is that a different oh, ball? No, Suji had a draw, I think.
2: Oh, Suji. <laughs> um,
1: anyway, um, Gabriel Kidd and Chase Owens are tied with four points. Then we've got Narita and Umino tied with two points. Suji only has one point. And a big goose egg, dropping all the falls, no points. As, as he should. And uh, r- reminder, the top two from each block progresses. Aha. Uh-huh. So uh, we, we will see some delineation in terms of uh, winners and losers here. Uh, B block being led by Okada, then a three-way tie for second, Taichi, Osprey, and Yoshihashi. Oh boy. Three way tie for third Tangaloa, Kenta and great Okan. And then ELP, no wins so far. C block led by David Finley, three way tie between evil, Eddie Kingston and Tama Tonga. Mm-hmm. Um, Then a three way tie for third Hanare, Mikey Nichols and Shingo Takagi. Ishii, wow. no wins so far. And, and then uh, on, in the D block, Yeah, let me see that D. Zach Sabre Jr., ZSJ, Mm
2: -hmm. tied Mm -hmm.
1: with Jeff Cobb for first. Okay. Then uh, Hiroki Goto, because the G and G1 stands for Goto. Uh Uh, He's in second, four points. Three-way tie for third between Naito, Shane Haste, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. And Alex Coughlin and Toriano both 0 for 3. It's all right. Yano's going to get his big win over somebody soon. He always gets
2: his fluke g He's going to get the spoiler
1: win. Um, Yeah. I heard him versus ZSJ was uh, a spectacle.
2: Yano Uh, or Connors? uh, uh,
1: Yano. Coughlin. Okay. Um, All right. So uh, Yano uh, did the whole um, foot taping spot. Mm -hmm. And as I read it, and again, I haven't seen it yet, so apologies if this is wrong. But as I read it... uh, to try to break the count, ZSJ took his ring jacket, put it on one of the ringside young lions, and threw him into the ring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You got to do smart. what you can do, you know? Well, that's a good gimmick.
2: <laughs> that's really funny.
1: Yeah. Um, so if nothing else, you know, there's cleverness going on. But it, it, is, sure. it is a it's an odd period of time. Um in New Japan in general, uh, because also this week, New Japan related, I'm not sure if you saw uh, some comments from Kyle Fletcher were circulating this week. He's one half of Ozzy Open, and mm-hmm. uh, he explained how they ended up in AEW, which was literally they went to New Japan and said, hey, we've been doing tours for you for a few years now. Can we have a contract? And they said, we would love to, but we can't give you a full time deal right now because they're still financially trying to. Ah dig themselves out of the hole that COVID put them yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking at the attendance for G1 so far, they're still That's... working on that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they said, we we can't do it. So immediately they go to Tony and he's like, yeah, done. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it, it means they still get to work with New Japan. So there's a positive in that. But it, it's a bummer that there were definitely these – people you could see that new japan was starting to focus on you know yeah. foreigner wise uh, i mean they were the strong tag champions and the iwgp heavyweight champions yeah granted mark davis got hurt so the belts had to be taken off them but you know no dice for them they're not they're not yeah. going to be able to uh to at least be
2: full-time new japan roster members but well yeah they're representing the united empire in uh, ring of honor and aew at the moment so
1: very true Uh, Also, uh, a note for Chris and Chris people alike, Julia will be in Philadelphia next month. Oh, my. uh, She will be defending the New Japan Strong Women's Belt on – Which
2: hotel she's staying at uh, uh, for scientific purposes only?
1: (laughs) Based on how this works, probably one of the bunk-ass ones by the airport in the middle (laughs) of fuck. Yeah. uh, but uh, she's going to be defending it uh, at the twenty three hundred arena as part of the All Star Junior Festival show that they're doing okay. on August nineteenth. That's uh, do you
2: go ahead. Do you think she would be impressed if I brought her a Tony Luke's uh, cheesesteak? You know what? As a as a dowry or a gift? I or I, I, <laughs>
1: I think I think that's the move. I think that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I done. Can't, can't see that breaking bad at all. <laughs> no, certainly not. What could go wrong? Yeah. I mean, come on. How many? bald-bearded gentleman will be bringing Julia cheesesteaks at the 2300
2: I mean, Arena. I thought it was a pretty clever idea. I don't know <laughs> how many other people would think of that. I don't know what are you trying to say.
1: I, I just kind of assume that, at least based on my experience, this has always happened. You just park your car and Philly, and suddenly there's cheesesteak
2: in your hand. Like it's just, it's just how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, they fall from the sky. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, they rain down. Know. Yeah. That
1: batteries on Santa
2: Claus. Yeah, yeah, whiz—it's—it's not acid rain; it's whiz rain in uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, which whiz is gross. I'm sorry.
1: So, a good news for you, Chris. Just Mm. uh, this this is just from General. Aside uh, from Julia, yeah. uh, Aside from Julia, Ray Phoenix has vacated all of his AAA titles. He had two.
2: Okay. Because (laughs) – One of which had never been defended, right?
1: Yes. Which had never been defended because he's going to be focusing full-time on the U.S., which hopefully means we're going to be seeing uh, a lot more of him. Uh, I mean I don't don't remember the last time I did see him, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I I saw him Friday night because I watched the Ring of Honor. Oh, did you? Yes. Uh, But uh, he was the Latin American and Cruiserweight champion. He won both Mm -hmm. belts in June 2022.
2: And defended neither of them, or defended just one of them?
1: Zero times.
2: Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. To go, uh, AAA.
1: According to uh, Lucha Blog, uh, AAA thought Phoenix was me coming to the Friday night TV tapings to defend and lose one of the titles to Puma King, but then they found out there was a Ring of Honor pay-per-view
0: that day. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Hell so yeah. uh, with them announcing the Mexico City Triple Mania this week, they decided, all right, we're going to take the belts off of him and
2: do sure. something with them. It's because right.
1: you know nothing's more prestigious than a triple a title they have such well known belts as the the one
2: latin america the, championship and uh, the
1: the the guy with the mask has it
2: the stop <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> vikingo is the mega champion he come is. on he doesn't have a mask <laughs> well he comes out with one oh, okay and, it,
1: and I think it's pretty cool
2: because don't they, like, shoot you behind the arena if you don't come out <laughs> in <Mexico laughs> a mask?
1: Ask Don Callis about that. God knows he <laughs> learned last week. Um, so before we dig into AEW, I will very quickly talk about the uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view that was on yeah. Friday night. Which Her, I think there were some
2: catch. good matches.
1: Yeah. Um, it reminded me a lot of, like, network live from Full sale era NXT Takeover. Okay, because the wrestling was solid. I'm not going to say there was a match of the year on the show, although the the okay. main event was very, very good. Um, sort of here, yeah. But uh, front to back, it was a really fun, really watchable show. Um, okay, so I'm, I'll just go through.
2: Riccoboni the... and Caprice Coleman.
1: Yes, Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman uh, on the call. Stokely Hathaway was on the call for one match. Um, which I'll, I'll talk about as I quickly go through the results. Uh, we kicked off with a pure rules match as Josh Woods defeated hot sauce, Tracy Williams. Okay.
0: Um,
1: it was fine. Uh, not so a pure really rules
2: problem. match without the pure title.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. Uh, uh,
1: there was a reason for this. Uh, it, it goes into spoilers from uh, ROH TV last night, but long story short, Josh Woods is going for the pure title. Sure. So, that's why that happened. Um, okay. Action Andretti and Darius Martin defeated the work of Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake. This was awesome. I want Henry and Drake on my television a lot more. I know okay. I could just sign up for Honor Club, but uh-huh. I want them on Dynamite, please.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Um, Layla Hirsch defeated Trisha Dora. This is pretty oh, good. Oh, Layla Hirsch is back. Yeah, she came back. Uh, she was a surprise... Uh, uh, partner for the kingdom on ring of honor television a few weeks ago.
2: So. Okay.
1: Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Um, AR Fox had to have a win because of his weird match that he randomly got into on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. So no effort of his own, uh, but he defeated Shane Thank Taylor. You. Sorry, Shane
2: Taylor, the Washington connection.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the main card kicked off with uh, a Lucha match. It was a gravity versus commander. Gravity is I, B- Bandito's younger brother.
2: Okay. All right. Yes. So I was just gonna ask who the fuck is Gravity.
1: And his gimmick is he does moments in his Lucha In where he makes it look like he's walking in space. Okay. Yeah. It, it it's it's sometimes very goofy, sometimes works. This match was really fun. Um definitely not, you know, high level like what if it was Phoenix versus Vikingo or anything yeah. like that. Um it kind of reminded me of – and and I don't know if this reference is is one you'll necessarily get because I don't know how much of it you watch. But like uh, ECW pay-per-views for a while there were opened up by a Tajiri super crazy match where mm-hmm. it was just like go out, do crazy high spots, spots, get the crowd yeah. hyped. That's what this was. So uh, I see. It, it worked very well. And Abraham so I... is still seconding commander.
2: OK. I heard there was an interaction backstage with – um. With Gravity went up to Pac uh, to to say, hey, uh, and Pac was like, do I fucking know you? Because he's the man that Gravity – oh, fuck. I fucked it up. He didn't forget Gravity. Gravity forgot him. him. God damn it. Yeah. I fucked well, up the joke.
1: <laughs> so all of Twitter was making that joke. no oh, really? All of Shit. Twitter was making that joke during the match. Okay. And during the match – a graphic appeared that this, and this is true this Wednesday on dynamite. It's pack versus gravity. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. See,
2: I, th- I thought I'm all Tony Khan's like LinkedIn on, on the memes. Fuck me. All right. And I yes. fucked up the joke on top of it too. So it's, it's okay. You know. Son uh, of a bitch.
1: Joey Samoe got lucky 13 defense of the title, beating Dalton castle and, uh,
2: interesting matchup.
1: Yes. Uh, and uh, is he still selling the back injury? I mean, he's, he's on a Nick Jackson level yeah. selling the back. What's worth noting is Stokely Hathaway interfered in the match for Samoa Joe. And it looks like Stoke and Joe are going to be a, uh, a pairing, which I'm all about.
2: Oh, OK. Uh, 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 OK. Uh, not, a, not, a, not a match between the two of them, but he, no. Stoke's going to represent Samoa yes. Joe. OK, yes. I mean, Joe doesn't need a mouthpiece by no, any means,
1: but, but if you're going to give him a mouthpiece, sure, that's a great one to give.
2: Yeah. In fact, I mean, Joe's probably the least per- <laughs> the, the, the least ne- needing of a mouthpiece on the entire ring. Of Honor oh, roster. yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, whatever.
1: They had a four-way for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles. This was much like the ladder match at the last Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Just absolutely Minus the crazy. the finish spot. Thankfully, I did not see anyone's foot turn completely around uh, in them.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: but the Lucha Bros dropped the Ring of Honor Tag Titles. Boo. As the new champions are the aforementioned Aussie Open.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess Mark Davis's injury wasn't that bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good for him. Um, yeah. I hope he didn't rush back. I mean, he looked good, so. You mean rush uh, Yes. I hope he didn't rush back. He
2: didn't rush yeah, back. Yeah, if he
1: rushed back, he'd start choking out his opponents with a random yellow cable.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, it's an XLR. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> in Also, the match were the best friends and the kingdom.
2: Uh-huh. Um, Did Matt Taven go through a table?
1: Uh, I don't remember him going through a table. He should have, though. He should have. Um, yeah. The Mogul Embassy successfully defended the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles against Chris. Trios, right? You know what? Wait. What? Sorry?
2: The They were trios. Oh,
1: camps, sorry. Right? Trios titles. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 Now, Chris. Yeah. I'm going to tell you high level what the, the opposing team was. Yes. And I want to see if you can guess the trio.
2: Wait. Do you oh, know what the trio was? I – yeah, I saw, okay. I saw, I saw, okay. it's, 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 uh, what? Toguchi, Master Wado, and some other guy. And Leon Ruffin. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> I remember seeing this and I had to do a double take. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they got booked for this show. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was fun,
1: but yeah. I, I don't, I don't get it. Big Bill was shown watching the show backstage during this. So
2: did they, did they have a, um, um, uh, eight, uh, size appropriate in in a uh, ret- uh, television for or was he just watching on you know a a thir- a thirty-two inch TV? to big Bill looks like yeah a yeah no it was it was, it was a
1: standard size TV they they okay. didn't they didn't bring in a special Bill TV.
2: I mean if they brought in like a seventy inch for him to watch instead of the yeah. normal forty two because he's no. big Bill, then that would uh I mean I'm an idea guy Tony. It's yeah.
1: all right. now I'm, have... I'm sure a lot of people are going oh does this mean Big Bill might be joining with the mogul embassy or is he gonna go after for them, whatever. I'd like to propose. He was watching that match because it's gonna be Big Bill versus Taguchi one of these days. I mean, a Big
2: Bill and Master Wato team. Oh, you know,
1: an, the uh, Grandmaster uh,
2: and Big Bill. I mean, it's 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 the meme team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if it's t- if it were a team of Big Bill and Taguchi, you could just have big ass. And as we all know, Tony Khan loves that duo. I mean, wasn't that
2: the from great balls of fire is like big ass (laughs) uh, for big Cass or whatever that whatever that uh you know still frame of big ass for big Cass? Yeah.
1: Uh, Shibata successfully defended the Ring of Honor Pure Title over Daniel Garcia in a match that was fucking awesome match.
2: Yeah. I saw the spot where Danny was doing his uh, stupid, ridiculous dance. And Shibata just stands there and then sits down. And then Danny decides to sit down and do the thrusty dance.
1: Well, then uh, if you're into the thrusty dance, like I'm into the thrusty dance. I know Justin hates the thrusty dance.
2: Yes, he does. Uh, The finish
1: finish was Shibata locking on a sleeper, Garcia dancing until he passes out, and then PK for the finish.
2: Yeah. Chef's kiss. We had, a <laughs> we had a fight. We had a fight with. <laughs> I, 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 can we end the show there? Yeah, I don't I think it's right? going top that. <laughs> My God.
1: We had a fight without honor. It was a dark order of uh, Evil Uno, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver against the Kirkland version of the Wyatt family, uh, the righteous Dutch and Vincent and Stu Grayson. Um, uh-huh. Evil Uno bled like crazy again. So I guess yeah. that's his thing now. Uh, okay. and uh, they used Legos in the match
2: okay I mean yeah. you know
1: yeah um, it's been, it's been I done mean done it, was, it was a plunder match it was sure. it was fine um, but uh, uh, the Dark Order wins which makes sense because it looks like they're definitely feuding with the elite some more so mm-hmm. um, Claudio successfully retained over pack uh, very good match <sighs> it did not hit like the heights of, Oh, this is five stars for me. Really? Um, but, uh, you'll be happy to know that. Um, so Wheeler Yuda got involved in, and, and, uh, uh, basically Pac was going to take the turnbuckle pad off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wheeler Yuta stopped him that, that, allowed Claudio to throw the uppercut and then get to Ricola bomb for the finish. Okay. Uh, Post match, uh, the Lucha bros came out to make the save for, uh, uh, pack? pack so that's still
2: Death a thing. Triangle is still alive. Yes, still. A thing. Yay! Yeah. I, um, saw the, uh, I saw the I saw the lawn dart of uh, Pack through a table from inside the ring yeah, <laughs> to outside of the yeah. ring. It, it was, it was exactly what you would hope for with those guys
1: because yeah. you know Claudio can throw Pack around and Pack is one of the greatest flyers of all time. Yeah, um, it's just. Maybe it's because it was last minute. Maybe it's because they were both beat up from Wednesday, and rightfully so. Um, it didn't, like, cross that threshold into greatness. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so uh, Lucha Bros made the save, but also Best Friends came out. Uh, they had a big to-do with uh, all the faces standing tall. And I okay. Pac was considered one of the faces in this scenario. So. I
2: mean, the, okay.
1: Then the main event, was Athena versus Willow Nightingale. Right. And understandably so, a lot of people were like, why is this getting main event status? Because right. so far in AEW, the women's title, the women's division has been treated very secondhand. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about with the prior Tony Khan era of Ring of Honor pay per views, like Athena is worlds better here than she's ever been anywhere else. Yeah. She and Willow had a fucking fantastic match. Like this cool. is a dark horse match of the year candidate for sure. Okay, um, And that's also kind of what gave this that, that takeover feel that early takeover feel because yeah. it was two women sort of redefining what the expectations are for women in this company. Okay. Um, it, it just was awesome. Uh, I kind of thought Willow was going to win the belt here because she's very over. Um, yeah. And Athena's defended the belt 12 times already. And they talked wow. about that during the match. Um,
2: also, as the main, you would, might expect a big title right. feel good, yeah. uh, you know, cap around the evening.
1: But the only title change they ended up having was the tag belts. Um, right. But this, this was a great match. They beat the shit out of each other as you would hope they would. Um, and then uh, uh, crossface for the finish from Athena. Um, Willow passed out. So, uh, she didn't, you know, there was no visual tap, so they at least had that. But, uh, yeah, Athena retains a belt. And, you know, these Ring of Honor shows, I don't watch the weekly show, uh, um, mm-hmm. I don't know many people who do, yeah, uh, but the pay per views have consistently been very, very good, and okay. You know, if, if anyone's like, eh, I was thinking about, you know, maybe I'll check it out. Da, 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 I I recommend it. It's it's a hell of a show. Uh I mean mm-hmm. you can skip the, the pre-show stuff, obviously, but just sitting down and watching like the core three hour pay-per-view, great time. Okay. But that takes us to Tony Khan's primary love. Yeah. AEW well, had a big week this week. They were live in Boston at the T D Center. Big crowd packed yeah. show for blood not mic'd very
2: cats. well but a big crowd
1: yeah um it's funny even though they weren't mic'd i kind of got in a good way like those 97 98 99 wwf vibes like they were okay. uh, they were just a really hyped crowd yeah um but it wasn't the the most uh, uh there was not a lot of depth to the card is the way i'll put it you know three matches three key matches yeah. one match that just got thrown out there which we'll talk about mm-hmm. um but uh we had the blunt guts main event which some good some
2: bad out of that um yeah yeah, yeah. more but, bad than good i think but we'll get there
1: yeah but let's just uh kick it off the way they kicked it off as it was jack perry versus hook for the ftw <sighs> title so yeah we had a video package at the front mm-hmm. where uh, Jack Perry is, Oh, am sorry, the music plays, the Tarzan boy music right. plays. Jack doesn't come out. Lights go out. I yell, Sabu, scare the cats. Yeah. Then a uh, video plays, and it's Jack Perry burying uh, Jungle Boy in the desert. Right. And then this car pulls up. Limo. Jack, or, yeah, this limo pulls up. Yeah. Jack gets in the limo, drives off. This makes me think throughout the entire Jack Perry Hook match. Oh, he's got a manager now, someone who can talk for him. And therefore, that's how the title's going to change. Didn't happen. Didn't yeah. happen. But Jack Perry now is coming out to Beethoven's 5th and wears leather pants.
2: Does not work aesthetically. No. I mean, no. the pants, you know, are fine, but he he's still the got the tassels. tassels. I don't know why. does not fit the character at all. No. Uh, yeah, Uh, yeah, not a, not a, not a great, not a great showing. The match was fine. Yeah. I I, I, I thought it was decent. You know, hook is
1: really starting to be able to put together good matches.
2: The exploder off the apron was fucking gnarly. Oh
1: God. It was, uh,
2: (laughs) or T-bone, whatever it (laughs) was.
1: Um, I mean, six, one half dozen of the other. Yeah. Um, just, Brutal, brutal bump on that, uh, and also some brutal commentary moments as Tony Schiavone asked asked Excalibur to explain the history of the FTW World
2: Title. <laughs> well, no, it was it was vice versa. It was Excalibur asked Schiavone. Oh, sorry, him, yeah. while, while Taz is sitting right yeah, there, yeah, and it's <laughs> was just like, like guys <laughs> okay. like, fine, don't talk to me. Like
1: he yeah. lost his shit. Um, <laughs> so what happens is uh, Jack Perry goes to grab the FTW title to hit hook with it. Paul Turner takes it from him and then very awkwardly takes a ref bump. Yeah. And, uh, hook gets visible pin ref still down. Hook goes to revive Paul Turner, Jack Perry, right in front of Paul Turner, whose eyes are wide open, Uh hits hook with the FTW title, gets the pin and, uh, the undefeated streak is done. New FTW champion for Jack Perry. s he, he delivered on what he said he would do at the beginning of the year. He has a championship belt. I thought the smirk Even though was not officially recognized right. by a W, but it's a
2: championship belt.
1: I thought the smirk on his face when he went for the pin was clever. Yeah. Yeah. But he needs still don't care about more. him. Yeah. There's nothing you can sink your teeth into.
2: No. Um, anyway. Yeah, it was kind of, it was just kind of, I don't know. He's just kind of there. I yeah. don't know. There's there's very little character, and maybe, you know, like you said, somebody will come around and help him out. And uh, but it's also, you know, if you need all these different people to help the guy out, maybe it's time to not put so much focus on the guy.
1: Right, right. Um, and, and you sacrificed Hook to him, like yeah, Hooks. Yeah. one of his primary characteristics was that undefeated streak, and yeah, Hook yeah. had to lose eventually. But you sacrificed it to Jack Perry and I don't think anyone's ever going to remember that
2: no no and in the lineage of ftw champions and then also to be jack perry in there yeah, it's, you know it's weird. is is what it is uh side note this was on at the uh at the bar when i was doing trivia and yeah. uh one of my teams was watching they don't really they usually sit on the other side of the bar where the mm-hmm. wrestling not playing and they were looking here um and uh the two ladies i was like okay they don't look at these two which 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 guy would you prefer you know it was the, the battle of the twinks here it was yeah. jungle boy and hook and uh they both said jungle boy because hook gave them the ick um so and i said i I get it he kind of gives off a a douchey sort of uh you know what
1: i think really kind of kills it for hook the hair well i mean the hair's silly
2: yeah but the stupid tattoo in the middle of his chest
1: like yeah they, they all look like they're just doodled on him
2: yeah yeah it looks like the gingerbread man in blair witch uh it's like the one in the middle of his chest looks like yeah. it's like a combo do you know the muffin man in the blair witch woods in birkinsville maryland <laughs> the muffin man <laughs> yeah it's, it's a little silly <laughs> for all my shrek heads out there <laughs> shout, out heads. shout out shrek heads Shrekheads. <laughs> Hey, man, the world's going green, so yeah, we might know. as well. You know, All right.
1: Well. <laughs> this podcast oh, contains I'm digging in my swamp like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then we had the first of two segments where Alex Marvez tries to get a word with Don Callis and Chris Jericho but can't. Why were there
2: two segments of this? Why is he so excited? <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get this super explosive with Chris Jericho and Don Callis. Here they are. Yeah. So <laughs> so come, come with me, buddy. Yeah, put the fucking cocaine down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marvez yeah. is
1: just happy to still have a job after absolutely tanking as a commentator.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it.
1: And what is even more baffling is, you know, you would think maybe there would be someone more charismatic and interesting that they could have in that role that, you know, maybe could have auditioned for that role. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe could have,
2: you know, young, done, looked good.
1: Yeah. Done multiple callbacks for yeah. possible on screen
2: work. Yep. We don't know anybody like that. Adam Cole
1: and MJF went and got Baby. Chinese food. Yeah. 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 And this uh, was a very entertaining segment that also really made me want some general sauce chicken. Um, yeah, I'm with you on
2: that. Uh, <laughs> agree a hundred. Um, yeah, I, I, this one I think worked less than some of the other ones sure. they've done. Sure. Um, you know, Adam Cole overacting for the spiciness. So I was like, okay, yeah. I get it. Like we can Max is this,
1: this is the uh, theatrical vocation that Adam Cole has gone into. Right,
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. Max, Max is a little more natural at pulling that off than Adam Cole is. Um, yeah. but you know, it was still better than any QTV segment I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hands down. Um, <laughs> it all ended with, uh, them deciding to double close line the waiter. the waiter, yeah, um, which
2: is so stupid and hilarious, but the slow-mo of them, like, holding arms and running towards the waiter yeah. was was really fucking was funny. It was fantastic. That's Britt like some Baker, perfect stranger shit.
1: Britt Baker squashed oh Kayla Sparks in about one
2: minute. I don't even think it went a minute. It was like 35 seconds. Yeah.
1: Why did this happen? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, had a woman said, on the show somehow. They certainly had enough time for two Marvez appearances yeah. and this dance-off.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Could have cut the dance off, guys. I don't get it. Anyway, Renee Paquette was in backstage with Adam Cole and MJF for yet another talking segment with them. Yeah. But um, this one worked a lot better. <laughs> yes. It was just this. Uh, long story short, MJF uh, said, hey, you know what? I got a gift for you. Matching trunks. Yeah. And Adam Cole says, oh, my God, I have a gift for you. Matching ring jackets. And yeah. Cole says he has one more surprise. And as they go to the ring, because they're going to have the uh, finals, the blind eliminator tournament. Yeah. Renee's still standing there when holding a giant balloon that says, I'm going to turn on you. Roddy Strong walks in <laughs> next to a a person who's conducting interviews yeah. and in front of a camera and says, he doesn't want to talk to anyone <laughs> and be on television right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, he's wearing the hell of that neck brace. He, he really is. I'll tell you that. And Renee's like, I, I could kind of see the, the deadness in Renee's eyes when Ronnie Strong came on screen. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. We have to do this now. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, to be fair, the, the deadness in her eyes just match the deadness in his eyes anytime he has to emote.
2: Yeah. No, there's fair, that's fair. Uh, but then they did the intro. So Garcia and Guevara come out first to the rake. Then yes. fucking Chris Jericho's music hits. He goes to and commentary. He comes out with full fucking pyro. Full. I mean, he's Chris Jericho, baby. Let's go. Uh, Yeah. And then I was like, oh fuck, he's gonna be on commentary this whole fucking match. Yeah. I hate Chris Jericho on commentary. I feel um, like he added nothing, by the way. Nothing. Just loudness. Yeah. He 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 raised the decibel level. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, uh no. not the quality level. Um, and then so MJF comes out to his right. music. Uh, it cuts off, and then they. He said, "You know, they're, he's expecting Adam Cole's music to hit, and then it sounds like his music. He's like, no, no! no. You played my music. You're supposed to play his music.' And then it turns out to be a mashup of their two theme songs, which works surprisingly well. Shocking. Shout out, Mikey Ruckus! Well yeah. done.
1: Yeah, uh, they posted it online. If you want to hear it, you know, without yeah. all the the arena
2: noise, it's actually very well done.
1: Yeah." Um,
2: and, and, and Adam Cole comes out looking all happy and Max is like visibly ecstatic, lifts Adam Cole up, gives him a big twirly hug. And like, it's, it's kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of love these guys. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a shame that they
1: are undoubtedly breaking them up in time to have a match at either all in or all out. Like, yeah, no, no doubt. It's just the direction it's, a fun it's going in. We're having um, a fun. so the match starts and MJF and Garcia having a thrust off yeah which then turns into a full-blown dance battle
2: yeah to the point where mjf goes uh out of the ring to the uh ringside table and hits the instant replay machine shout out taz for knowing that instant replay machine because that thing fucking rules i love that (laughs) thing um and and then they straight out do a full-on dance off in the middle of the ring lights and everything and i wanted to shoot myself
1: So, like, this would play in Chikara. This would have totally worked there. Here it is – like, MJF has had two separate musical sequences on AEW television, and they have worked despite themselves. Sure. This got over with the crowd? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know why it had to go on as long as it did with everybody getting involved – no, this is a house show
2: yeah. uh, gimmick, not, and, not a not TV gimmick. And
1: like the, the time that they had, they could have done something else with. I mean, yeah. the fucking blood and guts match looked like it rushed to the finish. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know why this was a thing, because they then proceeded to have a full normal match afterwards. Yeah, I will say what I learned definitively is despite being a pretty skilled high flyer, Sammy Guevara cannot dance, nor can Adam Cole. Yeah,
2: no, uh, Garcia, a surprising amount of rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. uh, aside from his, like, hokey, uh, thrusty dance, like, he was, they were doing their moves. And uh, maybe it was just he looked much better by being next to Sammy Guevara, who looked so terrible.
1: Yeah, Sammy um, Guevara looked like he
2: didn't know how his limbs worked. <laughs> yeah, uh, sh- I will give a shout out to Sammy Guevara for taking that springboard super kick, which I think broke his ankle or tore his foot back yes. in the in the early days of yes. Dynamite. And he yeah. took the same move uh, and landing it this time. As far as we know, he's not injured. But yeah, yeah um, that was a callback.
1: But uh, the, the match itself, once they got to it, I thought it was very good. I mean, yes, MDF and Adam Cole are doing every single 80s baby face tag spot. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. I thought it was very well done. I thought it was very enjoyable. Surprise, surprise Cole and MJF win. They will be going against FTR next weekend on collision
2: for the yeah. team titles. Dax a little hot at the end.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> after the match FTR comes out. They do the whole big standoff because again, yeah. this segment can't fucking end. I mean, it makes sense though. At the end of the segment, the Adam Cole-MJF mashup theme plays. And Dax gets up into the camera and yells something like, Hey, Tony, next time, why not end it with the tag champs music?
2: Yeah, play our music. We're the champs.
1: Yeah. uh, First of all, MJF is the world champion, which means
2: literally better than you. Well, I mean, it it is a tag team program, though, so I, I understand his... But also, maybe Hire. don't be so butt hurt on live television. Oh like, no, he can do nothing but be butt hurt. That's kind of his, his. He's been hanging out with Punk too long.
1: Twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. I fucking love Dax Harwood.
2: Yeah, yeah. Twenty
1: twenty three, Dax Harwood has really left a bad taste in my mouth. He is as as asinine a person as he is a great tag wrestler.
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: and even singles. I mean, he had. Oh
2: yeah, those, Yeah, a fantastic season. run of singles. Was that earlier this year? Or last? I don't even uh, remember. That, was, that was
1: mostly last year.
2: Last year, um, yeah,
1: yeah. So Renee Paquette is backstage with the best friends: Chris Statlander, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Nick Wayne, the Lucha yes. Bros, RJ City. Uh, Joey Janela, uh,
2: <laughs> Christopher Daniels, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Havoc, everybody's back there. Everyone's back there. Uh, They're running back the Cracker Barrel match.
1: I don't know why everyone was in this segment at the same time. I don't know, because remind people they exist. Renee was talking about how uh, Darby Allen and Nick Wayne were going to be in the Royal Rampage on Friday mm-hmm. night. Statlander mm-hmm. was going to be defending the TBS title on Rampage. Swerve Strickland's apparently going to be in it, uh, which Darby's focused on. But he said, "You know what, Arch Cassidy? I want you to do me a favor. When I lived in Atlanta, I was homeless, and this guy took me in. So, can you give an international title shot to Ar Fox?"
2: Yeah, I I don't know.
1: I I I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, best Friends tried to do... Meanwhile, uh, Nick
2: Wayne's standing right there. Yeah,
1: Nick Wayne's standing right there. He gets no title shot. Nick Wayne, yeah. I've known him since he
2: was born. Um, yeah. Grandy's he's 0-1, but yeah. still.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Best Friends tried to do a all-in-hands, you know, let's-go team thing. Yeah. Doesn't really play out. Most of this was worthwhile just for Chuck Taylor going, Nick Wayne? Nick Wayne? Nick Wayne? Nick Wayne? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Nick Wayne? Yeah. You win? Nick Wayne? And then O.C. doing it at the end, too.
1: <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry to say he is now and forever Nick Wayne. Yes. Nick Wayne? <laughs> Much how in NXT they have Wes
2: Lee. Yes. He's Nick.
1: Nick, Wayne. Like, Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne.
2: Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne. No space.
1: Chompy the Shark popped up to uh, plug Shark Week.
2: And, yeah. Uh, I so, thought for
1: sure someone was going to be in that for the main event. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Some really weird um product placement and ad reads at the tail end of the show here. Yeah. Well one gorgeous one.
1: One oh, that, the- one that, that that completely like usurps the amazingness that was Domino's ad pitcher in picture yes. Nick Gage is using a pizza cutter on Chris Jericho's head.
2: Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's in the Mount Rushmore of uh of, of line reads over ad reads.
1: Yeah. Uh, But it was a blood and guts match That was your main event, it got the last hour of the show It was a golden elite, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks Hangman, Adam Page, and Kota Ibushi Against the Blackpool Combat Club of John Moxley Claudio Castagnoli, (laughs) Wheeler, Yuta Kanosuke, Tsukeshta, and Pac Mm -hmm. Kicked off With Kenny Omega and Claudio Yeah Which was awesome, like that's a dream match For me, I I still want that match In proper You know
2: Regular match,
1: regular match format gradually everyone comes in heels had advantage that sort of thing of course and especially when mox comes in here comes the plunder oh yeah we had forks (laughs) we had screwdrivers we had a bag of glass yes dan Aykroyd would have been very excited about we had uh we had a a, a A bed of nails a bed of nails for some reason Mm -hmm. um the fans were chanting despite all of that for tables the entire match. And yep. once they got that, they were chanting for fire, which, <clears throat> fuck yourselves, Boston. Yeah, we're not doing that again. We saw <laughs> Cody turn into a roasted marshmallow. We're yeah. not doing another fire spot. Um, and for the most part, this was very good. Like, there were some crazy spots, like Pac doing the uh, climb up the cage, double uh, stomp through the, double table through the table. Unreal. Yeah. That was um, cool. Wheeler Yuta and Matt Jackson doing the uh, uh, never-ending um, Northern Lights suplexes, yeah. like you could on definitely see the, the moments where like, they, they started to recalibrate themselves, but doing that yeah. on top of a cage, one of the craziest things I've ever seen.
2: Sure, sure. It is kind of a disappointment, though, after the past, this is what, the third Blood and Guts? Yeah, this is the third one, yeah. And nobody went off the cage. Yeah. I feel like they kind of set that precedent. Uh, and I know it's kind of the same thing over and over again, but... If you're going to – and this is another problem I have with it. Yeah. It's kind of become the Hell in a Cell. Yes. It's like, oh, it's Shark Week. We have to have a cage. It's time for Blood and Guts. Yeah. Or, I mean I'm sure that they work this program that it will culminate in this. Yeah. But it's the same sort of thing that we complain about Hell in a Cell. It's not doing Hell in a Cell to blow off a feud. It's doing a feud to do Hell, hell in, in a Cell, cell. with Blood yeah, and Guts.
1: Yeah, because it's Hell in a Cell season. Um, I mean, at at least it wasn't pre-announced as Blood and Guts. It was, you know, they booked the date for Dynamite and then they said on this Dynamite, it will be Blood and Guts. Right.
2: But Um, internally, that was always a plan.
1: Right. Right. So I thought a lot of this was very good. I I, I recognize it's probably to do the whole Dark Order thing, but I thought it was weird that – the Bucks and Hangman were wearing this white and purple and black gear. I don't know why, uh-huh. why that was the chosen color scheme yeah. of uh, that portion of the elite. Um, we were very, very, very excited. Yeah, at the possibility of Kota Ibushi ever being in AEW. Yeah, and when this was announced, go back and check the tape. Your boys very hyped.
2: Yeah, also called it. But that's okay.
1: I'm sorry for wishing that happens. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, I mean, th- th- this time is, will tell. But th-
1: this is—it was a letdown. You know what? I, this is what I will say. This is Dial of Destiny, Indiana Jones. This isn't. <laughs> this isn't Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones. This is Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Where you just go? Why now? Yeah. Because he comes out and he is not the golden god, pardon the pun, that he once was. Like, no. he's – I mean, he's he's in what the average person would call great shape. Sure, yeah. No, I'd kill to be in that shape. But for Kota Ibushi, he's looking a little more Michelin man than he used to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you compare it to peak form Kota Ibushi. Yeah, in this
1: winning the IWGP World title yeah. just a few years ago,
2: right? You Ripped,
1: know. chiseled. Uh, yeah, and he's coming out and he's, he's looking a little
2: pasty. Like, looks like an average pasty dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, okay, well, you know what? He has been hurt. Probably fucked up his training. Yeah. Once he gets in there and he starts flying around, he will be fine.
2: Didn't leave and his feet once. <laughs>
1: that never really happened.
2: No. Uh, no I think was, The only it, time
1: he really left his feet was he did a standing moonsault onto Moxley. He was on the bed of nails, oh yeah. which yeah, was right. crazy. Crazy spot. Crazy spot. But it's like he took a bigger bump after the show for the live crowd where yeah. he just randomly decides to flat back onto some thumbtacks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Questionable. Uh, also, you know. His strikes were not hitting or no. looking very good. No, um, yeah, it was kind of a, kind of a swing and a miss on yeah. the uh, on the Ibushi here, uh, which is disappointing uh, to uh, say the v- least.
1: Very much so, and you know, I want to believe, you know, maybe he's still rusty in the ring. Maybe he's still getting his physique back. You know, maybe there is. This was his debut, but there will be a Debushi match later where we're like, oh, yeah. fuck, five stars, you know, all that. But like this was almost like watching Tanahashi this year where you're just like, oh, bud.
2: Yeah. And he hasn't gotten a graphic yet, has he? He hasn't gotten no, a graphic. Lead?
1: Yeah, he's not. So, he, Based off of what was originally announced, he wasn't planning on signing anywhere full time. He's planning on okay. doing random spot show matches in different places. Yeah. Um. So – what I really hoped for as like the big shining culmination of things, finally Ibushi back with the elite, back with Kenny Omega, yeah, you know Omega and Ibushi doing all their legendary double
2: team moves. I don't think they even did one. No, I mean everybody pretty much spammed their finishers on poor Wheeler Yuta at the end after they yeah. handcuffed Mox to the ring after Pack left and yeah, the both left failed. Yeah, and uh, Claudio was I guess just put out a commission in the other ring. Yeah, um, yeah, it was kind of a. I didn't love the finish either. I like I also I don't love full on choking spots for yeah, one. Yeah, not great. I um, will say mm-hmm. like. And you beat Yuda. Like I would, yeah, if if beat, this was going to be a definitive end to the feud. You yeah. had to beat Mox.
1: Yeah, and there was a whole segment again. They they kept filming after the show where Kenny Omega cuts this promo, and then uh, Claudio and Mox and Yuda shakes hands with the Elite. Like, why wasn't this on TV? Right. Like, this was supposed to be the blow off. And, yeah. and you know, I kind of understand what the logic was here this idea of like the bcc they turned to hired guns and it fell apart but the you know lifelong friendship of the golden elite stands tall and okay and it was by you know, that mox realizing that and that's why he saved yuda by throwing in the towel for the match and and submitting yeah. uh, or surrendering um i get all that but like i had to piece it together because it wasn't on the show right and maybe they'll recap it yeah Uh, this week maybe you know we'll be recapping and just be like okay they covered it
2: cool because you know if we go on to the elite versus the dark order and then maybe the bcc versus death triangle from this then okay totally cool with that yeah Um, but these two teams should be separated now this has to be it like there can't be anything after blood and guts no No moss
1: all right let's very quickly go through the weekend shows Rampage was pre-taped. Uh, it had the 20-man Royal Rampage winner getting a TNT shot at All Out in Chicago. Okay. So not the Wembley show. Darby Allen ended up winning that. Uh, the big surprise opponent. Oh, a fresh face. Cool. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> the big surprise opponent in there was Minoru Suzuki. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he popped up. Um, but, uh, the last two were Swerve and Darby. Um, but, sure. But uh, they – Crashed to the floor together, but Darby uh, went through the middle rope because he tow paid into uh, Swerve. Oh, okay. So Darby wins because he didn't go over the top. Yep, which yep. clever. Um, the, the guy to Billy... who's known
2: for going over the top.
1: Yes, the acclaimed Billy Gunn went against QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Johnny TV. For more on this match, check out Slaggle Soapbox. <laughs> yep. Apparently, at the end of this match, Billy Gunn took his boots off and oh, left him in the ring. That was that was on Collision. I was on Collision. Oh, oh okay. We'll talk All about right, that. Right. Gotcha. Uh, Chris Statlander defeated Marina Shafir to retain the belt, and that was your main event. Five minutes long.
2: Oof. Yes. I mean, no Marina Shafir match should be more than five minutes long, to be fair. Yes.
1: And then last night, we went to Collision,
0: uh, which was <laughs> in sir.
1: Newark, New Jersey. Uh, oh, Ian yeah. Ian Nigel McGinnis on the call. Um, Ian Ricabani is so much better at this, and it breaks my heart to know that, and I don't know if you saw this story because it was getting circulated this week. So R- Riccoboni is now officially signed by AEW full time. Awesome. Love it. So he was offered the commentary role first before Kevin Kelly for Collision. Really? And Ian said, you know, I would love to do it, but I can't commit to it full time because I got two young kids and I want to mm-hmm. be there. So Tony was like, hey, cool. Fine. Who would you recommend for the job? Yeah. Kevin Kelly. So while Kevin Kelly is in Japan right now, and obviously his kids are on summer break, he can do this run of collision shows. Yeah. But he and Nigel together are worlds better than Kevin and Nigel
2: have been at all. And it's just- a, I don't dislike Kevin Kelly. I
1: don't dislike but it,
2: him, but like- He didn't really have the the feel of the AEW style and, and, and programming. It just, he yes. didn't seem like a match.
1: Yeah. Um- so, I, I I get why Ian Ricciabani doesn't want to be the full time commentator, but God damn, I wish he would be. Because yeah. uh, he and Nigel made that hour long match last week, and they were, uh, yeah. you know, they're just a great duo. So, um, Ricky Starks was out first being interviewed okay. by Tony Schiavone. Ricky Starks heel? got an absolutely ridiculous amount of pyro. If you've ever seen the animated gif of Kevin Nash getting all the pyro one time yeah. on Nitro, yeah. that's basically what they did here. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, they talked about the whole, uh, you know, use the ropes to win. Do you think you really deserve the Owen Hart tournament? And Stark says, hey, it doesn't matter. I won. I'm the winner. That's it. So – um.
2: Tell me when he's telling
1: lies. Yeah, he <laughs> says uh, he doesn't want to be a pillar. He said the pillars okay. never won the Owen Hart Cup. I did. Uh, okay. But Sam Punk comes out. Oh. Very mixed reaction.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, Punk's like, you know what? Uh, you cheated. I'm totally cool with that. I've cheated before. <laughs> like, okay. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Can you live with the fact that you didn't actually beat me without cheating? Mm. So uh, – Punk's going to leave, but Stark says, so we brought out the Owen Hart belt, uh, or mm-hmm. he can bring out the Owen Hart belt. He brought out a, a Louis Vuitton bag with him when he came out. Okay. And he says, you know what? This Louis Vuitton bag is as empty as the red bag that Punk's been carrying around. Yeah. So Punk gets all fired up. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm the real world champ and all of these different things. But Luchasaurus and Christian Cage come out. And Cage is wearing the title, and he's like, "What kind of man carries around a belt that they didn't win?" <laughs> but uh, as he goes to leave, Darby Allen comes out. This oh was my super God. WWE. Yeah. Long story short, your main event was made. It was going to be Darby Dang Allen gosh. and Punk against Starks and Cage.
2: Interesting. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, they showed a video of Andrade El Idolo being removed from the building so he wouldn't interfere in the trio's title because he's very mad at house of black house of black christiana's mask <laughs> jay white and juice robinson defeated action andretti and darius martin as they should fun match uh
2: miro murdered nick camarado in a squash okay so gonna, Still, any any idea what direction we're going in with miro here or he's gonna find and kill we god that's still where we're at okay
1: all right. Uh, then we have the trios title match. House of Black successfully defending against the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we were talking about uh, post match, uh, um, uh, Malachi Black Billy... whispers oh, yeah. something in Billy Gunn's ears. Uh huh. And then Billy Gunn goes into the ring, takes off his boots, and leaves. Interesting. Yeah.
2: I didn't realize there was a Malachi Black uh, angle to this. All right. See where that goes.
1: FTR came out, did a promo with Tony Giovanni in the ring, talking about how they have unfinished business with Aussie open, the acclaimed, the young bucks, but they got to take out Adam Cole and MJF first. And it was just them putting over the match.
2: Okay. And that's happening this week,
1: uh, this coming Saturday on collision.
2: Colli- okay. So MJF and Cole on collision. All right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Taya Valkyrie defeated sky blue. Okay. Uh, and she challenged Britt Baker to a match this Wednesday on dynamite. Okay. afterwards um i'll run it down the dynamite card that we know it but the main event was of course ricky starks and christian cage defeating cm punk and darby allen so the heels go over and eight, uh, and uh and it, it was uh darby, darby allen taking the pin
2: okay uh, starks
1: sense. once again held the ropes to win okay so that, that's good the thing i like it there so this coming week on dynamite we've got pack versus gravity <laughs> yeah this is fun to say uh, we've got uh, uh, Britt Baker versus of Valkyrie Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland should be awesome okay AR Always Fox is. against Orange Cassidy for the international championship we're gonna hear okay. from Adam Cole and MJF and we have a triple threat tag match Claudio and Mox against the Lucha Bros against the best friends okay yeah, yeah. I'm here for that so, should be a fun card I don't know where they're running out of so we'll see if the audience responds well but uh, really, the important part is they just put Kodobushi back in whatever box they found him and sent him right back to Japan.
2: <laughs> well, he had one request to uh, stop by the Cinnabon on his way back, <laughs>
0: The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at roughhousesgw, at facebook.com slash the Podcast, and at patreon.com slash the Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, roughhouse redos, and roughhouse divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts subscribe motherfuckers this is the, the rough house pod. uh podcast with justin and christoph that's it fuck christoph he's terrible with his information okay hey this is the rock shut your mouth Bronies and listen up because this is the rough house podcast with marty and my least favorite man on the planet christoph next month exclusively on pay-per-view it's tna please god get this aj styles versus magnus Magnus versus Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy and Magnus teaming up against AJ Styles. AJ Styles versus Styles. Styles versus Magnus. Magnus sitting in a ring by himself. Jeff Hardy high-fiving people in a loop and then walking to the back. Aces and Eights comprised of Magnus, AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy with special appearance by Dixie Carter. TNA Pay-Per-View. Please God get this available now for 3.99 or donation can be as little as a quarter or as much is $3.99. If you order it, Jeff Hardy will come live with you for a month. If you get someone else to order it, all three members of the TNA remaining roster, AJ Styles, Magnus, and Jeff Hardy will live with you forever. TNA's pay-per-view, please get this. Available now while supplies last. Trust me, take your time. There's plenty of supply.